Hey everyone, and welcome to the Packaging Brothers Podcast. My name is Brandon Frank. Today's guest is Andre Peruda. He's actually a packaging engineer living in Kyiv, Ukraine right now. And in this episode, I really wanted to get to know him and his story and what he and his family have endured living in Ukraine and still actually working as a packaging engineer designer for a lot of companies here in the U.S. and around the world. He talks about a couple packaging manufacturers that were destroyed early on in the war. And a lot of those friends are actually still kind of doing some contract work based in Ukraine. He talks about his hometown, how it was destroyed, his new wife that's actually living outside of the country during this kind of very unsafe time in Ukraine. And the fact that he could be mobilized at any point to join the Ukraine military and go fight against Russia. So I think his take and his approach to life is a very interesting one. So I wanted to share it with you. So here we go. Yes, thank you for invite. You know, I know that we were talking about doing some work together and I'd still like to talk about that with you. But you know, I also wanted to interview you because you're in Ukraine right now doing packaging design work while your country's at war with Russia. Yes. You know, we're still alive here, so we need to do something. And I am doing designs from more than 10 years, and this is what I can do. And I just doing my work, and if I have any chance, I donate some money to our army. And in Kyiv, it's quite peaceful here, so there are no war actions. So we're trying to live and work. Yeah. Maybe just what has it been like for the last couple of years, or at least since Russia has invaded? Ukraine was just very cheap and peaceful country. Um, I started to work with the USA market seven years ago. And so I just married one year ago before invasion. Wow. Well, congrats on the marriage. <laughs> yes, thank you. And right now my wife is abroad in Slovenia because... Sometimes it's hard for her to hear all these sirens or alarms. So right now she is Slovenia, but I believe she will come back in one month or so. Well, that's good. How long have you been apart for? So she was gone at the start of the invasion for six months. After that, she come back for three months and she moved back to Slovenia two months ago. So. There, uh, she has a sister with two childs, and sister, childs, and her are living in Slovenia right now. Yeah. How has it been being a, a packaging designer? Like, what are some of your specialties that you're currently kind of working on? So, I am working in, in Alpha Core, this is a small software company based in Austin, but all development team and support team from Ukraine. And this company is packaging software. The name of software is Rules or Scores. And it's like analog of RTOSCAD. And working in this company as structural designer, so I develop parametric structure designer designs for our software. Also, as part of my work, I am I help designers to just to draft something in in our program so if they start to work with uh, rules i i help them to, to understand everything in this program and for me nothing has changed for me like you know i need to work from time to time and just even if you're working in ukraine right now you're just thinking about war here and sometimes it's very hard sometimes it's not so hard but war is like 
one year is war is here so and uh, we just live in and it's so so we have mobilization love here in ukraine so i can't leave ukraine because i can't be mobilized mobilized to army so but right now i can work yeah if you were called in to the military would you have everything have you already been trained to serve or would you have to go get trained first by the law i should be trained but we have some situations here when people go to when people are mobilized and they are died after a few weeks so just war and 1 million ukrainians right now in the army and it's huge war like then 2,000 tanks from our side, 2,000 tanks from their side. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, maybe like, you know, I'm packaging designer and a lot of weapons going from USA right now. And maybe, maybe I will help somehow in packaging and in politization. Like I have a lot of experience with different politization program like truck field, tops so this special programs just to put for loading trucks and something like this i don't know yeah when you when you work with people around the world i'm guessing they're asking you are they have you found that a lot of people are concerned about you yes but you know like war is just one year it started so not too much questions about war right now it was at first month but right now, everyone wants to live as usual. And yeah, just get back to normal. Yes. And the first question if I can do some work or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, something like this. Well, that's good. Do you, do you have any idea of when this is going to end or how? No, I am not sure. I believe it will not finish tomorrow or in not in next few months maybe till this year maybe but nobody knows because like putin it's like imperial and if he decide to mobilize more russians he will do this and it's all and everything will start from with a new wave like for next six months for next eight months Uh, i hope man i really hope it gets resolved quickly i hope that you don't have to go serve i hope that the war ends I hope to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I hope that you get to spend time with your wife in peaceful times, you know. Yes, it's very hard for her because, like, she's just a girl. And I believe for for us, for men, it's not so hard. But right now, five millions of Ukrainians are abroad, or six millions. Uh, so a lot of... Families uh, just breaks this war, and it's kind of soft for Ukraine actually this war because a lot of uh, so I have one more flat right now. I am in Kiev. It's my wife' flat, but I have my own flat in Bucha. This is a town near Kiev, and uh, it's twenty kilometers from Kiev. And Russia started invading like Ukraine. They decided to capture Kyiv and they captured Bushem, my own town, and they killed near 400 civilian peoples there. And they killed 400 civilians in your, from your town. Yes. And like I lived Bucha on 25th of February and on 26th, nobody 
can't leave this town because Russians started to just to shoot everyone. And when I come back after Russian leaves this town, all windows were, were broken and the, the buildings next to my flat was destroyed. And it's just all supermarkets were just destroyed. Just from bombings or from? From bombings, yes. Yeah. Wow. But so government helps us to rebuild everything. And people are living there right now. But it was in Busha, in my own town. I can share you some videos like how it was and how it right now. Do you feel comfortable with me sharing your name and these videos and this recordings and all of that? No problem. Okay. It's just the videos from YouTube. So. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that you're safe. <laughs> so I'm right now like in the heart of Ukraine and it's quite peaceful here. I don't believe Russia will start one more invasion on Kiev because they don't have a lot of weapons and people, but they have like the power to move forward on eastern part of our country. Yeah. And right now, all fights in about 800 kilometers from here. So it's huge distance. Yeah. How do you feel that about your country and how it's responded to Russia? Do you feel pride? Do you feel... I feel pride. And I am worried for my country, you know. Because I understand we don't have a lot, so much weapons and so much human resource and as Russia has. And right now we depends on Western countries. Like if they help us, we can hold Russians. If they stop help us, so we will lose this war. And it's all. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say here. So thank you for your government and for everyone in USA to for their help actually because if we like we lost this war in March I believe or in April if we were alone with Russia so yeah and I saw what they do when they occupy like our town our cities in my like in the butcher. So once, if they will this war and occupy Ukraine, there are only one uh, way it's just to leave Ukraine somehow. I don't know. Yeah. So right now we are trying to work. We are trying to keep, to earn money and donate like as much as we can to our. Yeah. So it sounds like you see it very clearly that Ukraine needs the world's help, the West help to defeat Russia. As long as. The weapons are continue to be sent. The Ukrainians will keep fighting. That you guys will will continue to be able to to keep Russia back. Yes, because there are no way for us. So if we stop to fight, they just invite us, and they will kill every. They just kill everyone who they don't like. It's very like it seems like twenty one century and. Like two years ago, I didn't believe that there will be so big war here. Yeah, I think caught a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience here in the U.S. around the world? I can just share with you, uh, like, uh, it's just some local things that happens that happened with me, and this is what I can share with you, like, and you can check. But it was very scary here. 
first months of war. But right now we are trying as usual, like everything is working here, like markets, cafes, bars. You, you can just enjoy your life, but uh, you understand that your country in war and you can be mobilized like today, tomorrow, in months, yeah, in few months. And you're just trying to... I'm really grateful to have met you and talk with you. I think you're being incredibly brave, being in the situation that you are, continuing to go about your life as normally as you can uh, with hope and optimism. Yeah. Thank you. So it's not my brave. Brave is uh, like address brave to our soldiers, you know? on the front line and i am just living so i am going to shops and buy coffee and just draw for boxes each day so it's not a lot of bravery here so i am just doing my work but on the war on the trenches there are so many videos from there so it's just i don't understand how to live on a war. I don't understand like we have some friends who at the war at the war from the start. So they living in the trenches for one year. So it's just it's very hard. It's harder than just beat Everest. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well great. Yeah. Again, I can't thank you enough for talking. Would love to keep in touch with you. Maybe every month or so we can just revisit and I'd love to hear how things are going. And then hopefully what I'd like to do is to use this video and tell people to to hire you for their for packaging needs, packaging design, structural design. You have a lot of good experience in that area. Uh, so here in Ukraine, we have a local crisis regarding packaging because two main factories, huge factories were destroyed by Russians. So we have three regions here, west, east, south, and north. So on the east and the on the north, on the east part of Ukraine and on the south part, part of Ukraine, there was two very, very big uh, manufacturer of the packaging, and they are destroyed from Russian all. What kind of manufacturers were they? What were they making? Corrugated boxes and trays. Okay. So, and I have friends who are packaging designers, like structural packaging designers, and they are in the evacuation right now. So their city is, is under Russian. And I just tried to help here them. Just I share the, some part of my work to them. And so they have some like money to live. So I just share some projects with them so they can keep uh, working. Okay. So people that were maybe working in those other factories are still around and they're able to take on work. And when you have projects, you can send those projects to them as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I am doing, I am going to this way. So some part of my work I just give to these guys just to help them. Yeah. Because they have a family, so um, we need to help each other here in, at this moment. Yeah. And um, but for me, as like I started to work with USA market uh, if a lot of years ago, so uh, this war didn't impact like my projects or everything. So I just I have internet and light and electricity, so I can to work because like on the winter. The main plan of Russian was just destroyed everything. And so they tried to leave us without electricity. And but like everything is fine right now for us. That's good. So I have a few power banks just as reserve. Yeah. Wow. 
What's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to send some projects your way? Is it by email? Is it a website? I believe email or Upwork. Or... Okay. Actually, I don't care. So we just need to contact and talk about work. And That's great. Well, I will, I'll share your Upwork profile. And if there's any other information you want me to share, I know you have a website. I think it's yourpackdesign.com, right? Yes. Yeah, great. They can always contact through that as well. And I believe on the website, you have a few things that you've done as well. Package design, rendering, 3D mock-ups, styline designs, and brands that you've worked with. Yeah? Yes. Great. How do you pronounce your name? Can you say it for me? So on Russian, it's Andrei on Russian, but in Ukrainian, it's Andrei. Andrei? Yes. Andrei. So it's like, uh, for English customer, I just name myself as Andrei because it's easier for them to just to promote this, my name. Well, I can do Andre or Andre, whatever you want. But regardless, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you. All right. Take good care of yourself. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode and a special thanks to Andre for being on our show. I really hope you got a lot out of it. I'll include contact information to Andre in all the show notes. So hopefully if you have some packaging design or engineering work, you can reach out to him. Until next time, take good care. Thank you. Thank you.